Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 26 of the Patchman Hockey Show. We are the Patchman. I'm Jimmy, and that's... And I'm John, and tonight we're talking about the Ottawa Senators' 20th anniversary patch. That's right, that they wore only once during uh, in the final home game of the 2011-2012 season. And here is the patch right here for everybody watching at home. So we'll be jumping into this shortly, but first, you got to ask everybody here, John, <laughs> yeah. what are you drinking? <laughs> what am I drinking? Yeah. So um, continuing on this try beer, talk about the beer, rate the beer kind of experiment we're doing. Tonight, I have the Ship Bottom Brewery, the local stout. It's a collab with a coffee shop down the shore. It wow. is, yeah, it's a coffee stout, um, black coffee with a creamy tan head, notes of coffee and oatmeal, so give it a taste. That's pretty good. So I haven't had a coffee stout in a, in a while, so I, I wow. don't even think I had one all season, so it's good. It's got good flavor. Yeah. it's like local beer ship bottom you know me and jimmy are from that area so familiar with the long beach island area yeah there weren't any breweries when we were living down there we're not originally from there but we spent our yeah, high school years there yeah we're from up north <laughs> yeah we're north jersey transplants and now we're back up north we transplanted back up north <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that it yeah. yeah, that's the the breweries have definitely taken off down there since we left. We haven't I feel lived like down there's, there in over ten years. There's a brewery, there are breweries everywhere in New Jersey now. Like we have one in a town, right? Um, I'm sure there's one in Randolph. Right? There is, yeah, there is. I forget the name of it, but I haven't checked it out yet. Um, so that's cool, man. So I have. Yeah, what do you got? I have a local beer, of course. Um, Jersey Girl Brewing. Uh, is this even? Oh, this doesn't really. Yeah, that's good. Good. Cool. It's called Running with the Devil. Devil's nice. Beer. Running with the Devil's Beer. It's an amber lager. I've I've had this one before, as you know, John, because I sent you a picture of it. Let me crack this, <laughs> this guy open. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, this is this is a great, great beer. And the cool thing about this, so it's an amber lager, but there is a hoppy finish to it. So Interesting. there's a nice aftertaste. So you 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 get the hops in that in that bitterness. Uh a little citrusy too, but it is a nice, like easy drinker. Coming in at a 4.9 ABV. Nice uh for Sunday brunch right now. <laughs> Because we're record we're recording at twelve thirty on Sunday, so sorry, folks, we're a little late with the episode dropping the episode. It's been a busy week, but we're back. Just running a little late. Yeah, but we've been pretty good, pretty good in rolling them out, somewhat on time and pretty much yeah. on a regular schedule. But as the weather gets nicer, you know, you know, daylight savings time, sun's out for longer. I want to be outside. Right, Got baby, a lot going on. So, yeah. We have forgot going <laughs> And so John and I were kicking ourselves after last week's episode because oh my god, we talked about Claude Giroux's a thousandth game being played and uh on that Thursday, so about ten days ago in Philadelphia, and then he was traded to the Panthers. So we got that part right that he was traded to the Florida Panthers. Uh however, even though we had mentioned that. Uh, the team was wearing Claude Giroux jerseys during warmups. There was a patch made, and that we totally yeah. Missed I can't that. believe we didn't get that. You know, and it's a cool looking patch too. So we're definitely going to cover it. But how about that? You know, oh yeah, he might get traded Panthers. Cool. You know, it's you know, it's his uh, his night comes out with a patch. Right. <laughs> it, it was. It, it's a really good looking patch. It's big. It really pops. Stands out. Uh, on those flyers, black jerseys. So, but I, I made a post shortly after that. <laughs> but next time, uh, we'll just try to 
definitely see if they they would have a patch. And you know what? I, we should have known better, actually, because Patrick Marlowe had a patch, and they wore it. So yep. when he had the most games played. So, yep, we just got caught with our pants down on that one, folks. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So let's jump yeah. into this one. So, so like we mentioned at the top of the show, we're looking at the 20th anniversary patch for the Ottawa Senators. This celebrating 20 years, the second reincarnation of the team. And so there was a, a bunch of news happening this season. And there's a lot of good content here. Thanks, John, for sharing that. Yeah. So for those watching on YouTube, you can see the patch. Or actually, if you're listening to the podcast, you obviously see the patch. So <laughs> you know what's interesting, John? I, I, when I was doing this, the, the artwork for the show yep. yesterday, I actually had to take a picture of the patch because um, I couldn't find any online that were high res to use. So I took a picture of it and then like cropped out in the background. Oh, how about that? That's funny. <laughs> yeah. So this is actually my patch. So that's this one here. That's funny. It, it's coming through all right, right? On your side, it's a little dark on mine. So um uh, what the graphic? The color. Yeah. It's yeah, not it, like it, shaded. It looks fine. Okay, cool. Good. Yeah, I yeah. think it just has something to do with presenting over here. Yeah, probably. Uh, so anyway, so the the interesting thing, like like I mentioned earlier, and looking at the the notes, the research for the show, the team only wore this once. So I I don't understand that. How about that? And you know how hard was it to find the patch on the jersey in the game picture in in like a game picture, right? So yeah. I I had the same problem. Like all right, you know I'm gonna find a picture of this patch. I want to like see it on the players. It was pretty much impossible. Um, it was so hard, and then I finally found that it was worn on April fifth, yep, two thousand twelve, against the Boston Bruins, their last home game, and it looks great. And I don't understand why they just didn't wear it the entire season because it's a nice complement to their jersey. Uh, it, it's not bad, exactly. Like I, I don't know. Like I would love to know the real reason. Um, right. You know, can only speculate. Neither they didn't want to do it. They had the All Star patch on there too. Um, so I don't know. I was hoping you find out. <laughs> I thought you were gonna find out. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we could speculate, and I I kind of think that maybe because there was so much, so many events happening that season, it was kind of like the icing on the cake, the cherry on top, whatever bakery reference. In, in, you know, you want to use, but uh, you know, the frosting on the cupcake, you know, <laughs> this is the ketchup on the French fry, <laughs> <laughs> the Big Mac sauce on the Big Mac. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> but anyway, more, more, hey. fuck, more, more fucking dad jokes here. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I just think it's, it's like to cap off the season, they, they wore the patch at the last home game of the year. Um, but John, did you, did you see this there? The cool thing about this, this wasn't the original patch. Exactly. It wasn't the original patch. <laughs> the original patch, the, the patch for the season should have been the original patch because the concept for it was so much better looking than this one. I'm not saying this isn't, a, this is a bad looking patch because it's not, um, especially right. compared to other ones that we've reviewed in the past that, you know, are, have like. It's literally just the, the numbers and, you know, the crust. Um, the other one was great. Other one was uh, and I will awesome. pull up a picture of it, too. Um, let's see. Yeah, Boom. this is. A, so, like. This is badass. It's badass. You know, it's. It's a good looking patch. Yeah, that because they it's. So shout out to Icelandics, Icelandics.com for sharing this 10 years ago, I guess. But um, they're, they're a great site, great resource that we, we constantly go back to. But this patch, the original, the, the, the designer of it wanted to originally incorporate 
um, the team's history. So the original Ottawa Senators, which is funny because if you look at the story of the Ottawa Senators, they were founded in 1883 and lasted till about 1934. And then they were split. And then I, I forget what they, they split into, but then they didn't come back. Ottawa didn't have a team until 1992. And yeah, so it's, it's kind of funny. forget that. Yeah. So they actually won 11 Stanley cups as the original Ottawa senators. So, oh yeah, this is some, some cool, cool find. So that, so that, um, original patch, that logo was based off of this, the original um, Stanley Cup champions of 1909. This this background is kind of hard to see. It took me a little while to see the resemblance between that patch and then they that team photo of winning the Stanley Cup in 1909. Yeah, it's mostly like the outline they're trying to get out. Right. right. Yeah. It's definitely, definitely the outline. I just realized something. I'm... I'm like blinking on the screen. Do you see that? Like my shirt is changing color. Yeah, I think it's got to do with your shirt and the uh, shirt in the background. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Yo, man, you got one of those new LA Gear shirts. <laughs> I'm getting a seizure. I got different <laughs> shades of red over here. Yeah, we're gonna have to put up a warning, uh, like a warning before uh, we put the show on YouTube. Seizure. It's like when you open up a new video game, right? All the, the lighting. <laughs> Can cause seizures. <laughs> so, so now I'm distracted. But anyway, so uh, this patch, it well, it's not, it didn't actually make it to to be embroidered or anything. It if it was, I would easily put this up there in our top patches of all time, right? Yeah. Right up there, Minnesota, the uh, the North Stars patch, the Islanders 25th patch. Yeah, and well, like, there's a lot going on here. And you know I love those Roman numerals, so you know th those two X's. Ninety-two. It's a great looking patch. It's an um, awesome looking patch. The gold, like just very. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, like I, I don't. I can't forget it. Doesn't I can't even. No, I know. I know what you're trying to say, and I'm sure. Imperial looking. Say. Imperial looking yeah, like is regal, that... regal, Re yes, maybe? Like yes, something like that. Royal, yeah, Roy yeah. Um, yeah, because this the... one has the ribbon and it's got the Roman numerals, the shield, the nice shield, and then the their current logo at the time, 3D senator. Sorry, not to cut you off. No, I had no say. say. No, I know. <laughs> I was gonna say the same thing. I was gonna say, you know, they went from you know the the 2D to the 3D. So, and now they got the they rolled with that 3D center look. Yeah, if you if you go back and you look at um, the first 20 years of the Ottawa Senators, yeah, they had that 2D logo, those classic jerseys, which actually they brought back this past season. Um, and they, I I love them, and they're very similar to the Devils old style jerseys. In terms of the number, the, the the trim and the stripes on the sleeves, but the 3D logo came. It was the third jersey, if you remember. Uh, they came out, and that's kind of what teams did in the 90s. They would have a third jersey, and if it really took off, that would be the new. They would introduce an away jersey of that one or a home one, yeah. and then they go with that set. Uh, and then they actually had a black version. Remember the black jersey that they had? With the gold and the red, the trim, it was a lot going on, but it was cool. Was that the one where it said just sends across it? No, the one like before that, like like in the early 2000s, it had the 3D, the 3D logo, but it had it like red. gold, gold, yeah, trim. yeah, with the gold trim. Okay, kind of like tile looking, like squares. Yeah, that I used to love that jersey. That jersey was awesome. So that was, that was another cool one where you like walked into the store and you're like, wow, that's a cool jersey. It just like pops right out. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm gonna share it. It reminded me of um of like traffic cones on it. Cause I remember like specifically seeing this jersey. And uh it was 
yeah, for some reason, like whenever I saw it, I would be like, oh, like that reminds me of like a traffic cone. That's it. Yeah. And like you got the they change up the face, too, on this one. Um, yeah, or I guess it's the uh, old face. But... Yeah. So it wasn't tile that. Yeah, I was thinking of I don't know what I was thinking of, like a Carolina Hurricanes thing. But yeah, this trim. I love that because they took they made that gold trim. They took it the element out of the logo out of the the helmet yep if you notice that that's so cool yeah it's very detailed the face is very detailed on this aggressive looking just looking yeah, right it was at so you. interesting the concepts that they they were just i feel like they would just come up with an idea and be like all right we're gonna do this boom like let's roll with it yeah it really is it's not a it's not a classic look. I wouldn't even call it like a clean look. It just is no. aggressive and sort of cartoonish in a way. Yeah. But all right, so that's awesome. So yeah, I, I, so talking about traffic going, it's gotta keep keep this podcast in line, right? <laughs> yeah, that yeah, let's go back. So 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 now that you had a sneak peek of the original, what was to be the patch, and honestly, the the real reason why they didn't use it, it didn't really say what the reason was because originally no. the team wanted to incorporate incorporate, um, the, they wanted to celebrate the original Ottawa Senators, but then it's really just the twenty years of the second version of the Ottawa Senators. So and maybe that's that's why it was scratched. I don't know. But it's not like this one is too bad. It's classic. It's pretty. It's pretty clean. Yeah, I mean, I think it's. I think it's. It's. They did a good job. They did a good job. You know, comparing. You know, this is our second twenty-year patch. We did Dallas. A Dallas patch had a lot going on in it, um, so it's a pretty good contrast. You know, Dallas one. You had Dallas skyline. You got the numbers. You got the Dallas stars. You got the year. That's right. Yeah. This this one you have you got the 20, 92 to 2012. That's not a decade. <laughs> That's a decade, not a year, right? To quote uh to quote Jimmy from last week. Um <laughs> well, if I didn't correct you, somebody else would. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they, you know, they did a lot better job with this than let's say the the Calgary, the Calgary one where it, you know this font is in line with the team it's pretty simple good use of like the negative space and it was a decent size on a jersey not too small not too big for sure dude absolutely and and the interesting thing is when i was editing the graphic for the show yesterday i made a mistake when i was taking out the background the it's called a magic eraser uh, tool in in photoshop I accidentally like took out the entire white background of this patch. So then, so then I was looking at it. I'm like, oh wow! If they actually took out the white background, it would it would look, I think, even sharper. I, I so just picture it without it, without the the white background. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Just a, just kind of an interesting thought. You know, some some things happen by accident, right? <laughs> so. And I should have left it like that, but that's okay. Whatever. Yeah, it looks good. It looks good. You got the ribbon there. You got the 3D Senator in 20. Awesome. Good looking patch. <coughs> Excuse me. So. You want to get into the want to get into the season? Yeah, let, let's jump into the season. So. So the Ottawa Senators. Um, they they were coming off a, a pretty poor season from the year before and they they were looking to reset and basically they, they finished uh the the 2011-2012 season with a 41 wins 31 losses and 10 shootout losses record and they just barely made the playoffs so they they actually finished second in the northeast division and but eighth in the conference i was gonna comment on that too because i'm like oh all right they they did all right you know they're they were in a rebuild year so i'm like oh all right so i'm like then i looked at the conference standing i'm like oh wow so that atlantic or uh north the what was it atlantic northeast division 
Northeast division. Yeah. This yeah. Was before they re they realigned the, the conferences. Yeah, I was like that Northeast division. Oof. I'm like, not good. And I, I was I was looking at the alignment and like Boston, like so you know, Boston's playing. I, I feel like Boston should be I think Boston should be in the Metropolitan right now, personally. But I was like, all right, Boston's playing with all these Canadian teams. And I, I just don't think it was a good fit. I'm glad they keep like reshuffling, realigning it. Um, but yeah, that conference was not good that year. Well, it was it it was a weird scenario because the Atlanta Thrashers in the offseason had just moved to Winnipeg, but they couldn't the, I think the schedules were already set. So <laughs> it's funny because if you go back and you look at the Eastern Conference standings, yeah, Ottawa is eighth, Buffalo is ninth. Tampa Bay's 10th and the Winnipeg Jets are 11th. And then the Carolina <laughs> Hurricanes. It, <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, that, that that is that is really funny how that worked. Yeah, out. and this is when uh Detroit was in the West, too. Uh, yeah. And also, too, this was back when so you would have, and this is the format that I we grew up on, and this is what I prefer instead of the how it is with the wild card now. Because I guess it's easier for me to remember. One plays eight, two plays seven, three plays yeah. six, and then four and five play. So if you're looking at these standings, you have the Florida Panthers in third place. Oh, because <laughs> the division leaders automatically get the first, second, and third spots. Yep. So if you look at what team doesn't belong here, the Florida Panthers have 38 wins. <laughs> and meanwhile, everybody else has more wins than they than they do it's yeah, at least 40. right and, wow. and yeah eastern conference was really good this season and Damn, 18 he, overtime losses for the panthers that sucks wow oh yeah but no like you're saying eastern conference was good this year yeah really good so before we go into the the playoffs um, so just, they, they made some moves in the off season. They fired head coach Corey Clouston at the end of, of the, the 2010, 11 season. And then they hired uh, Brian Murray for the job and he, he came on board. Scotty uh, Bowman with, guy, right? Is he a Scotty Bowman guy? Yeah, I'm pretty I'm sure not, he was. He might've been not, not entirely. He he might have been. I don't know. I don't know for sure. But he's been around for a, a very long time. Uh, unfortunately, he Brian Murray actually died uh, in August twelfth on August twelfth, twenty seventeen, at the age of seventy four. Unfortunately, because he had stage four colon cancer and spread to his liver and his lungs, very very tragic. Mm. Uh, but he was a fighter fought to the very end. So he. So he was the coach that season. Paul McLean was an assistant coach. Paul oh, Paul McLean's the Bowman guy. Paul, okay, gotcha. Yeah, he came from the wings. Yeah. Um, actually, I'm sorry. No, what am I saying? I have to cut this out of the show. Brian Murray was the general manager. Paul McLean was the coach. Yeah, that's what I, I was getting confused, man. <laughs> sorry, I'm like, <laughs> I misread my notes. Yeah. <laughs> I misread like, it. I, so. I was like, isn't Paul McLean the coach? No. Great. Hey, this is a live recording. Anything could happen. <laughs> My God, Steve Austin's coming. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, Brian, Brian Murray was the GM. Excuse me. Paul McLean with that famous mustache was, was the coach. Yep. Captain Danny Alfredson. Alternate captains Chris Phillips, Jason Spezza. And um, the team leader in goals... Uh, sorry, John. I don't know if you wanted to jump in here a little bit. No, I was going to make a comment. Dan, 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 Danny Alperson was 38 this season. Yeah, that's right. He so was. it's like, all right, so Danny Alperson's 38. Like, who else is on? Like, Spezza's on the team. He's probably, like, 30. Like, just taking a guess. Like, they're, they're rebuilding around, like, what? <laughs> you know, look yeah. at it. Like, like, you, like you said, like, it's a rebuilding season. They offloaded a bunch of people, and they're like, "All right, we're going to rebuild around like a thirty-eight-year-old and Spurs right. and like 
Carlson was on the team too, I think, right? Yeah, Eric Carlson. Yep. Yeah. He, I think he was on his thir third or fourth season with the Sands. But, no, I just thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's see here. What else? So, oh, but so, yeah. So, speaking of Eric Carlson, he led the team with assists with 59 assists. Goals were led by Milan. Uh, McCulloch, who I barely remember him. I think he might. It, he might have had like a couple decent seasons. Mm -hmm. Actually, I'm just gonna double check here. Yeah, I think he just—he was supposed to be. Actually, you know, he put up some decent numbers, but he's with the Sharks and the Senators. I just—I just completely forgot about him. But yeah, he was a, a a star player for the Senators, and then points. Jason Spezza with 84 points, and so it's funny you mentioned Danny Alfredson before. He was a. a Longtime Ottawa Senator spent his entire uh, career. Actually, was he traded to Detroit? He might have signed with Detroit. Yes, he did with Detroit, and he was he played with the Detroit Red Wings, trying to win a Stanley Cup. Yep. Um, that didn't happen. Uh, but yeah, he was so at the time. There's actually a quote that he that he said, like, "It's great to celebrate." I'm paraphrasing. It's great to celebrate 20 years, Ottawa Senators, and I. This is my 16th season, so holy crap! Like he's been around for quite a long time at this point. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and his number is retired and hanging uh, from the Scotia Bank place where the the Senators play. Uh, so shout out to him. And then uh, you mentioned the All Star Game before, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's there it is. Great. So another all-star patch and then the hockey hall of fame patch too. The Hall of Fame game uh patch. I'm not sure if they wore it like that though. So I saw this, I'm like, oh, interesting. Yeah, the Hall of Fame games, they're cool. So it's I think it's anybody who plays the Toronto Maple Leafs because it's hockey hall of fame's in Toronto. So because I think the Devils one year wore that same patch. So I guess there's a Hockey Hall of Fame night that they celebrate every season in Toronto, which is cool. I think it's a great looking patch. Eventually, we're gonna have we're gonna talk about it because there's so many games that are, you know are linked to that patch. Yeah, and obviously it's Hockey Hall of Fame weekend. So actually, John, you know, <laughs> talking out loud about this, we could talk about the the players inducted into the Hall of Fame in addition to the games because the patch hasn't really changed at all. No, it's not. That would be a good show. So that that's an Write idea. That down. <laughs> yeah. Put that's that on the, uh, the old blackboard, whiteboard. Yeah. And again, this is when I tell people about our show, it it's so cool because they're honestly all these patches are just time capsules. Oh yeah. It's There's not snapshots. You know, it doesn't represent just the game, it's like what went on in the game, the people, snapshots in time, like memories. ceremonies that took place. Yeah, memories. It's awesome. Nobody does it like we do. No, no. No, <laughs> which, no, no, no. Which, if you're enjoying what you're hearing so far, what what you're watching, please subscribe <laughs> to the show and follow us. <laughs> <laughs> because right here on 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 patch print hockey we talk about nhl history every and and the stories behind the patch <laughs> every, every patch, patch has a story, story. <laughs> it's that simple <laughs> oh man too funny but oh so that all-star game patch which we'll, we'll probably go into it in a separate show yeah um but that's a cool looking patch and it looks great so you know i don't think we, we talked about the um, the Ottawa Senators, the the original black jersey that they had. What do you think about this set of the jerseys? Where they once they took the logo and they made it three D, and then this is a Reebok era uh, style. Yeah, jersey. Ed jersey. Yeah. What do you think about this? I don't know. So like, I I think it's again with the Reebok jersey, like they get they got rid of like some teams got rid of the the bottom stripe completely. Yeah. So you got that. I don't know. You got like the curved stripes on the arms, big, big and blocky. 
uh, like personally, like I've never really been a big fan of the Senators jerseys. Um, so like, um, like ever or just the set? I would say like ever. Like I, I just never really was a big fan. Um, hmm. So like, I don't know. And they got a lot. Of, like they got the the Ottawa patches on the shoulders with the big O. Um, not my favorite jersey. What about you? Um, I'm I'm not a fan of of the Reebok style jerseys. I, I don't really like when they did this. And I'm glad you mentioned that before because that was and like you know we talked about the piping on the Reebok edge jerseys a while back, but what we didn't talk about was how they completely just took away the bottom trim of these jerseys and it's just like a white shirt and it looks so fucking stupid. Like it's yeah. just blank. It's, it's empty space. It's just, it's nothing. And I, I don't know. Like I get the design. It's a little, a little bit more dynamic, I guess you, you call it because it's not your, your traditional stripes on the jerseys, but I, I hate that the uh, their road jerseys. At least the red one's a little bit more bearable, but it's just, mm -hmm. especially it looked bad on the away jerseys. The white away jerseys are terrible. Yeah, like the jerseys from this year, like blow these ones out of the water. Uh, totally. Well, that's and they went back like, to their original set. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I think one in particular that comes to my mind was uh, the L.A. Kings. They are like they had. I don't know if they were. I, I don't know if they switched completely to the um, the silver and black look yet, but I think when they still had the purple, like they dropped the purple trim at the bottom, was just white and like which makes no sense because like that was a big part of the jersey. I think it said like Los Angeles on it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right? It had yep. like some kind yep. of design. Totally. I don't know. Not not a fan. Yeah. Not a not a fan of that at all. But I do actually like how. They the sense that I love I love their shoulder patches. It's simple and it pays homage to the original Ottawa Senators. So that's cool. As like secondary mm -hmm. logos yep. on the shoulders. I, I like that. That that works. And which actually that should lead us into their heritage jersey that they wore this season, right? Yeah. So let me pull that up. So they wore a heritage jersey this season. It replaced their third jersey from the previous season, which was if anyone's familiar with it's the the black jersey it's it sends across it um that that was sends. lame as fuck sends cool like, bolts again yeah, like, like what we were saying Bolt. this get concept something pops in your head all right we're gonna make that yeah it was whack uh, it was completely whack <laughs> so this um so with this jersey they wore it in commemoration of the 11 stanley cups they won so they wore this 11 times at home and they wore it one time on the road. Um, so yeah. I think I like I like I like this one. Like I think this is a good looking jersey. Um, yeah, and it, it's it, got that. It, it's it, it's interesting, you know. It's got it's got big blocky stripes, but they're straight and it it fits well on a jersey. Yeah, you know what? I don't I don't think teams could get away with just having a letter as their logo <laughs> like they did like they did in the early 1900s i mean because i would just say no, this hey, isn't this isn't college football now you know <laughs> right like but it this works really well and i think honestly the the best element of this jersey is the cream white that old school white like heritage vintage heritage white whatever you want to call it i think mm -hmm. it looks great and i i as like an early NHL jersey, hey, I think it works. Yeah, yeah. And you know what the interesting thing is? Like everyone talks about the original six hockey teams. Like the Ottawa Senators were. I don't. I don't know. Like they stopped playing for a few years. Like right at the right when the the league started. Mm -hmm. So they weren't in the mix just. At that point, so I I, I don't know. Their, their story is kind of the original centers are kind of all over the place, but these are this is an original jersey, great looking jersey. Yeah, agreed. And I love those shoulder patches too, that shield. Yeah, so I was I was looking. Um, so Ottawa Senators, and then it says it says in Canadian on the other one. 
Senatorial oh, wasn't Senatorial whatever. It's, it says it in Canadian. In I'm sorry. Canadian. Excuse me. There is no language called Canadian. <laughs> it says it in French. <laughs> God. So it says it in French on the other, other shoulder patch. Maybe maybe we should stop drinking beers when we do this. <laughs> We're both fucking up today. Yeah, really. That's funny. Speaking Canadian. <laughs> you speak a Canadian, eh? Hey. Hey. Canada. Um, all right. So a few other things like I found from this season. They replaced scoreboard, and that's cool. Um, so they yeah, I saw that. Big- the big LED ones or LCD ones at the time um, with the rings on the top and bottom, which now you see everywhere. Um, so it's kind of progressive, I guess. Um, they hosted all-star game, Hall of Fame patch. We talked about that. Um, they also completed the rink of dreams. Um, so that rink outside of the arena. Yeah. How I cool saw was that. that? Yeah, outdoor skating rink at Ottawa City Hall. Yeah, and they, they hosted some of the events for the um, the Hall of Fame game there and some stuff during All-Star Weekend. So That's cool. Yeah, that that worked out really well. And and that I think the rink the rink was uh 1.25 million dollars and actually a million of it uh was funded by the Senators Foundation charity. Which okay. I think I saw something. I don't know if it was last season or the year before, but I think now the Senators Foundation charity is um, separated from the team in, in some degree. I could be wrong, but I could have sworn I, I saw that. Kind of bizarre. Mm-hmm. I guess you have an unofficial Senators Foundation charity. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be interested if there's a patch, you know, like the Goals for Kids patch. Oh, dude, there you might know, that's be. another thing with like Winnipeg and being affiliated with a charity. So, yeah, up. yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, I also saw that. Um, they had they had seven games during the the preseason, and the three games at home, three games on the road, and then one neutral site setting, and they would play the Winnipeg Jets in Conception Bay, South Newfoundland as part of the Kraft Hockeyville celebrations. And, but mm-hmm. the game was eventually moved to Mile One Center uh, by Conception Bay, South to maximize the use of arena upgrade dollars for renovations instead of preparing uh, their arena for the exhibition game. So Kraft, Kraft Hockeyville, um, from what I've seen, I haven't really looked into it all that much but basically craft hockeyville is just an annual game sponsored by craft craft heinz uh and the the nhl and the 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 nhl pa uh to just show off the game to show off the sport in these small town communities and it's a big celebration and every it's been a big hit and it's been going on now i you know, I think since 2006 or so, 2007, uh, 2006. Oh. Yeah. So they, they just, I, and I, I think you can actually vote. Yeah. Communities are invited to submit their, their nominations and it requires one short essay and photographs or video depicting the community's hometown pride and passion for the game. And then a, a judging panel selects the finalists and the winner is determined by a public vote. So this is, really cool and but the my only gripe with this is it i don't think it's actually in the u.s i think it's just in canada oh actually i'm sorry there's craft hockeyville usa yeah so in 2021 only the the canadian contest ran so yeah uh, we gotta look into what what's going on in 2022 but i think it had I'm sure it had something to do with COVID. Okay, so it, uh, I, okay, yeah, because in 21, they played in in El Paso, Texas. The, that's right. The okay. Coyotes and the Stars. Um, and then yes, yeah, 2022. I guess they got to figure it out. 
Yeah, so I'm just looking at the the winners in preseason games. They have this whole list here. And I, I remember some of them because when you watch the national broadcast, uh, whatever it was, the NHL and NBC at the or N- NBC Sports Network versus God, God forbid, remember versus or the Outdoor Life Network, they would versus. show this. Oh my God, versus. Yeah. And it was what a disaster, especially before it became versus, and it was called the Outdoor Life Network. Like you go to a bar, yeah, hey, you got the Outdoor Life Network. I want to watch some hunting. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch some hockey, and then some duck hunting. <laughs> Fishing, <laughs> but uh, you know. Look, I'm glad they actually did go to the to the U.S. because when you look this up, it's it's primarily in Canada, but yeah. they had a, a a game in in Johnstown, uh, Pennsylvania. Not my town, the... but you know, <laughs> not your town. No, <laughs> didn't have one in Jamestown either. <laughs> Heard they had one in Jamesburg though. So. Ah. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> God, terrible. Uh, and yeah, one in in El Paso, Texas. That's cool. I mean, that's you have to bring the game to these these different places, especially in the in the South, um, because I mean, hockey is the official sport of Canada. But once yeah. you get into like the deep heart of like the the Midwest or the South and the states, or even in some of these obscure locations of Canada. Just bring that, bring the game there, and then that's how you grow the game. Yeah, and especially in like some parts of the United States, like we're lucky we're in New Jersey because, you know, we I right now I have maybe five ranks within twenty minutes of me. In Florida, no way. Like where my parents live, there's maybe one rink within like a half hour hour radius, and then after that you got to drive it work. My uh, my. My cousin on the other side of my family, he goes to Florida State, and they actually play their games in Georgia because that's the closest rank. Really? And like ta- the Tallahassee and Georgia, they're not too far apart, um, but there's no like local rank. Meanwhile, here you have how many high schools in New Jersey? You know, we have what, over 500 towns, and I would say at least three quarters of them have an ice hockey team, which have a rank. So it's it's good to get the exposure. Yeah, it really is. I mean, the game has, I mean, just speaking of New Jersey, John and I, when we went to high school, we were, we played on our high school, uh, high school ice hockey team's first ever season, the inaugural season. There was not a patch for that, unfortunately, but <laughs> that was something cool to say that, hey, you know, we were part of our high school's first ever ice hockey team. And it was just varsity. It wasn't like, it wasn't like I was JV and varsity. No, it was just mm-hmm. varsity. And it honestly was a bunch of roller hockey scrubs just trying to put it together on the ice. Remember that? Remember uh, the first year? So 10th grade, it was a rec recreation thing, recreation hockey. Yeah. Or intramural is the word. Intramural. Yeah, intramural. yeah. And then junior and senior year, they made it, you know, to varsity. And oh, we got crushed so bad because like we had no no feeder program, no no like development league in our town or at you know a few towns over, but nothing like it was the first go at it. But yep, now you look at the short conference and everyone's got a team. Team now. Yeah, we yeah. went to um yeah, that you're right, spot on. We went to Southern Regional High School in Manahawk and New Jersey. So that's the town to get into Long Beach Island for anybody listening. And that hockey, the hockey program really didn't exist. They had a really good roller hockey program. And when we, so when they were, they were always trying to get an ice hockey rink in town. I I don't know what happened. If if there just wasn't enough funding for it or I, I, because I think was it supposed to be on school grounds too? Like, you know, yeah, I think that was, that was the plan. It was like, it was going to be like out of school and then they were going to move it down to other, to another piece of property that the township owned. I just don't think it had the traction. Like they, some, they couldn't get enough people behind it. Um, 
to use a rink. And, you know, there's so many public rinks in New Jersey that I'm really surprised they just never built it, um, even to this day. Yeah, so we had to get on the bus and go to practice in Atlantic City. So if anybody knows the, the, the distance and the time on a school bus, forget driving in your car, but on a school bus going, you know, the speed limit, it would yeah. take probably about 40 minutes or so, maybe 45 minutes to go from high school to Atlantic City at the Flyer Skate Zone. And yeah. that, that's we would have our games there. Getting yeah, back at like midnight. Games. <laughs> yeah. After it was games. Very, it was so long. I mean, just it it was just it was too much. And then finally they 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 moved to the program moved to Tom's River, which is closer by far. But they never they still to this day don't have their own rink in town. Yeah. And but I mean the good thing is we both played at Winding River and Tom's River, and you just see all the banners of all the schools. And and the, I mean, Tom's River has what three or four high schools that play. Brick has two. There's so many high schools now. The game of hockey has grown in, in New Jersey so much, and we've we've seen that. We've been a part of it, and it's just that experience of this is new. And but I think we were playing hockey. I was playing ice hockey in Brick. Before that, I just started playing ice hockey, and and that was a long ride too from Manahawk, and and now we play ice hockey all the time. Yeah, <laughs> well, I do. You haven't been playing that much lately. Hey, I had a baby, man, <laughs> for good good reason. Yeah, <laughs> I got I got a I got an excuse for at least like another like six months. Yeah, I got a baby. I got a baby. Can't do that. I got a baby. <laughs> yeah, but we used to play roller hockey a lot, and. There was a big Old roller time. hockey community. There was two rinks at the park to play. Yeah, and it was really organized too. So they town did a great job of uh with the roller hockey program. Yeah, with, absolutely. Couldn't know, agree the more. Te the teams, practices, everything was all organized, set up, and you know, we had there's two rinks, they had refs. Um, and you could start when you were you could skate when you're only four years old. So it's all yeah. about getting the kids into it early, especially hockey. Yeah. Do you remember like the epic pick? So I only played in the the. I mean, we're going way off the rails here, and we're gonna yeah. we're gonna we're gonna get back on track here. But since we're we're talking about small town communities and hockey, do you remember the epic roller hockey games we used to have, like high school oh, or during yeah. high school? Not like pickup games, not in the SHL. Just yeah. like, hey, your parents are dropping you off at the at the at Doc Kramer, the rinks, and we're going to play till the lights go off at 11. Yeah. And when it did go, go off, we go jumped off. over the fence and turned it back on. That's right. We did. Yeah. It was on a timer. It was like a, th and... a thousand watt electrical box. We're like, all right, we're going to pull this down. Turn the lights yeah. On. <laughs> That's right. And but everyone we played hockey. Couple... It was like, it was like a counterculture, and, you know, down there playing roller hockey. You know, you had to group it. We had like full five on five games with subs. Yeah, sitting on the boards, like just waiting, waiting to get in. Every yeah, it was such a great time. I just remember the epic games we have, just go back and forth. And I, you know, yeah. I, I don't think we even skated with helmets. Did you skate with a no. helmet? No, I, I, I had elbow pads on and shin pads, and then the hockey pants and gloves, yeah. and that was it. But the helmet, I never wore a helmet. What you hey man, how many times do you get hit in the head? Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> no. It goes to well, show no, you. Yeah. You know, no, you know, it was it was the Wild West, man. It really was. It, but it, like I said, it goes back to growing the game, and and as you just mentioned before, there's so many rinks around us. I mean, there's, and some of the rinks have three rinks in them, so it's yeah. it, it's awesome. Love to see it. But let's get back on track now. Let's. <laughs> Let's let's get back to the uh, the Ottawa Senators. Yeah. Uh, so, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna so the home opener for that year on October 11th. They played the Wild. Um, they had members of the 92 93 team in attendance, um, and they won four to three in a shootout. So that was a big win. And just to touch upon the 92 or the 93 team or the 92 93 team. They were 10, 70, and 4. <laughs> Holy God, shit. They lost 70 games. Like, 
Holy shit, that's got to be an NHL record. 70 games? Yeah. The 92-93 wow. Ottawa Senators. 10-70-4. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. They won one road game. <laughs> yeah, th that was back then when expansion teams just didn't have a, a chance. I mean, you could say the Seattle Kraken now, in a way, are, are, are an example of that, even yeah. though I think maybe in a way they, they could be a little bit better than than they are. But, I mean, they're not as bad as the, the Senators were, but holy shit. I mean, they came into the league with the Panthers, I believe, right? Did they come in? It Wasn't it? Miami uh, and Ottawa coming at the same time. Yeah, ninety two, ninety three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they they played their they played their first three seasons. No, Panthers were ninety four. Panthers were 90, was it Anaheim? It must have been Anaheim then, right? Or Tampa? Uh, Tampa. I think, I think it, was it was Tampa. Tampa I think Anaheim was ninety five. Yeah. I remember it was it was like two pairs of teams at a time. So, yeah, I, I think it was Tampa. 92-93 was Tampa's first season. Yeah. Okay. You got that right. Yeah. So they would they would they played at the Ottawa the Ottawa Civic Center, and this had this had a capacity of nine thousand five hundred seats in it. <laughs> and the funny thing is. Because John and I just happened to talk about this a few episodes ago about the the Arizona Coyotes are playing their their games where ASU plays and it's a five thousand seat arena which is a complete embarrassment as a professional you can't, terrible <laughs> well they locked out they locked out of uh, Glendale. What a what a disaster! Mess. But oh, it, on a, a fun fun little video to watch. If you go back and you look at the inaugural Ottawa Centers, the opening night, the ceremonies, it was a spectacle. It like they had uh, just all this uh, pop and circumstance going on. Just uh, it was it was just crazy. What a what a pregame ceremony that was. So they were happy to have hockey back. Like they were definitely happy to have hockey back. And it's the same yeah. thing with all Canadian teams when they go back. Look at Winnipeg when they came back. You know? Yeah, that's a the, the fan base is there. So oh yeah. Go back. It's definitely go there. Back. Go back. <laughs> yeah. The bring back the centers. Uh, that was the that was the campaign. They they really pulled together for it and they got good they eventually they they became good they they were pretty solid i mean they were in the cup right against the ducks yeah the ducks uh, ducks oh six oh seven yeah that yeah they uh i think they lost in five games to the ducks but they just they steamrolled through everybody in 2007 i mean i because i remember they beat they beat the devils in the second round yep but they were always in the mix they were they were like another one of those teams like just on the rise um another fun fact that i had for this season the 20th anniversary in addition to the the logo i mean the patch they had the the logo but the slogan was hockey makes us and I mean, I feel like that could be a little bit better. Hockey makes us, but if you think about it, I, and I actually watched the 20th anniversary video. I mean, just the passion of the fan base, and they're actually a, a small Canadian market. They're not big. They're not like Toronto. They're not like Montreal. They're you know, or Vancouver. They're just on the smaller side, and I think they've had financial troubles over the years. I actually think they were like borderline going to relocate at some point, a couple times actually. Yeah. Which I just don't understand. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's really hard to wrap my brain around. It's like, yeah, you, you, you put the, you bring the Jets back, and what's going on in Quebec? Like, bring back the Nordiques. I mean, they have a brand new arena, the Videotron Center. Bring them back. 
And I think they actually put a bid in, I think, when Vegas submitted uh, for the oh, expansion really? team. Yeah. And and here's a funny thing. It's it's always like uh, uh, just a, a, a check-in every year, I guess, because I think Gary Bettman met with the city officials in Quebec earlier this year, and still nothing is coming out of it. And I just don't know if that's because of the economy's, you know, rebounding from COVID. Yeah. So, I mean, who knows? But I would, I think everybody would love to see the Nordiques back in Quebec. Yeah, as of January 2nd, this article from the Hockey News, Quebec's been, yeah, they've been, they, they want a team. They've been in talks to get a team. And it's just not happening. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they said if the NHL was to grow to 34 teams, Quebec should be on the top of the list and put them in Eastern Conference. Huh. Yeah, and I always see... What's the, late, the latest rumor I saw? It was one team looking like going to... Oh, maybe it was the Coyotes, actually. Possibly relocating to Houston. Hmm. Can you imagine it's, having... like it's like Batman. It says it's mostly Batman. Oh, moving right. to Houston? That would be crazy. Two pro teams in Texas? Wow, that would I that would be nuts. But I just I, I don't see it. yeah. I, I don't know. They got the sports market, so right. And I'm sure it'll get like corporate sponsors behind them and everything. So I'm sure that's got a lot to do with it. Yeah. All right, so let's get back. So Ottawa Senators made a couple key transactions this season. They acquired goaltender Ben Bishop from the St. Louis Blues uh, for a 2013 second-round pick. And, and Ben Bishop would only play a couple of seasons as an Ottawa Senator. And he... Just he recently retired, I think, due to injury. Huh. But he he was a, a solid goaltender, and then they also acquired Kyle Turris from the Arizona Coyotes. And and other than that, it was relatively quiet for them. Kyle Kyle Turris would put up, I think, twelve goals in forty nine games, uh, twenty nine points. So twelve goals, seventeen assists for twenty nine points in forty nine games for the Senators that season and then getting to jumping into the the stanley cup playoffs for this year they actually took the rangers to seven well well i, was, I should say this the rangers took them to seven games yeah so the rangers were in first place of the eastern conference and ottawa had a chance to clinch the series at home and they didn't and then it went back to madison square garden and they lost the final game so they the Senators won game two for a score of three to two in overtime. And then the, they did the same thing, same result in game four as well. And then game five, they won. Uh, Craig Anderson had a shutout. Craig Anderson was their starting goaltender this season. Uh, ben Bishop was just brought in really for a backup position, but still he's a solid goaltender. And Craig Anderson cut his fingers on a, in a cooking accident or something. Was it this season? I think that so. he did. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, so the Senators they they blew it. It was it was really a tight series, and the Rangers were just such a powerhouse that uh, that season. And and Rangers, like we talked about in the eighty fifth anniversary show, they were another team like on the rise, getting better and better, and they would go on to the conference finals this season against the devils and losing six games how yeah. are you and <laughs> hey, yo. but then they they make the finals in 2014 against the la kings but they lost to the kings in five games but anyway so lots of celebrations for the senators and it, it's cool you know 20 20 seasons that's an accomplishment in a small market So, uh, you want to give it a ranking? 
Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's 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 bring this home. So, I will give it. And here's I'll just put the patch up again. Well, that this doesn't even work. Why do I do this? What do I? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I'm gonna give this a six. Okay. It's just simply because it's very it's simple. Uh, it's it looks nice. It's it it's just a nice looking patch. But I tell you, if they had used the original design, I'd give it a 10. No question. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that. So I'm going to go six and a half. I I like what they did. Like I said before, with the number, with the, the numbering, it's pretty simple. It's a really clean looking patch. So six and a half. So we're at, what, like six and a quarter um, combined. So I think that's a pretty decent patch for yeah, I agree. I was just writing. I was just writing down the score so I don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that is the Ottawa Senators 20th anniversary patch, and this the the official Patchman Hockey patch score is 6.25. Not bad, not bad, not bad at all. all. It was just okay. And I'm just trying to think. We're still working on a new website that's still happening right now at the moment. I'm uh, still working on uh, a new logo. It's, that's coming. I know you and guys are all waiting for it. It's. I I like some of the design so far. We're we're both we both are. We're just trying to to nail it down. Um, continuing to come out with stuff on Instagram. So make sure you follow us there. So yes. Trying to stay on top of the the latest patch news. You know, when the latest patch news, we're we're the ones to break it first. So, absolutely, yep, absolutely. Yeah, well, we try to, we try to break it first. So we're a little yeah, late. I'm still straw. waiting to pull up ESPN and be like, new patch comes out for the Blues, <laughs> broken by uh, Patchman Hockey. Oh man, that we got to get the inside info about that. <laughs> that would be awesome. It's like how, well, you know, it's like that stupid like par partnership with the WWE and ESPN. First broke by ESPN. Triple H retires. Oh, that's the other thing. Triple H retired. <laughs> oh yeah, no more in-ring wrestling for uh, for Hunter. So the game, the game's over. The game, the game is over. Game. So over. shout out to Triple H. <laughs> big hell listener. of a run. Yeah, big <laughs> Hunter Hearst Hemsley. <laughs> Paul. <laughs> Mister Levesque. <laughs> And this isn't CM Punk talking to Triple H. This is Phil Brooks talking <laughs> talking to Paul Levesque. What a what a what a segment. How <laughs> come my mic's not on? What's going on, Frank? What's going on? <laughs> oh my god, that, that was, was awesome. Um, so actually, yeah, we're gonna be Recording another episode this week. WrestleMania is next weekend. <laughs> and yeah, we got to figure out the next patch we're going to do. Yeah, I got some ideas to share. So we'll talk about that. Talk about that offline. Hey, John, offline. let's take this Perfect offline. <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, we'll talk about it offline. In our uh, daily brainstorming session. <laughs> we're going to have a stand up after this. A sync. <laughs> I love corporate jargon. Uh, can you uh, send me an Outlook meeting, please? <laughs> My uh, calendar's up to date. Oh, man. Too funny. So, cool. all right, guys. So, once again, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening on the podcast. And please subscribe to us. Please follow us on Instagram at Every Hockey Patch. That's Every Hockey Patch. And we really appreciate the following. We have over 300... Instagram followers, we really appreciate that, and we've noticed that our our listeners and the the viewership has slowly increased. So we we thank everybody for that. Keep watching every Sunday here. We're we're dropping dropping new content, new episodes. So please hit the like button, and also too, uh, please review us. Give us a nice review if you can, if you yeah. feel so inclined to. That really helps us. And uh, I, I saw that we have a couple 
five-star reviews on the Apple podcast. I just happened to notice that the other day. It's probably from people we know, but that's okay. It's all right. Probably from our wives. So, But anyway, thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. And stay tuned yeah. for next week's episode. Yeah. We're the Pashman. I'm John. That's Jimmy. Have a good one. Have a good one. <laughs>